Welcome, my name is Andrew and this is the Who Dat Discussion, a New Orleans Saints podcast where we talk about all Saints news, opinions, and reactions. So, um, with all that said, I think we should just get right into the game on Sunday where the Saints faced the Browns. So, just for some quick notes, the Saints did win 21-18, a very sloppy affair. Um, it seemed like just quick notes, you know, observations and stuff like that. Um, you know, we two injuries with Pete going down but then coming back in, and then Rankins, who left late in the game, but it seemed like it was kind of a cramp thing. It looked bad, but then came back. It's not so serious, so I think that's fine. He should be able to play next week. Pete should be able to play next week, you know, because he was able to come back in the game. That was really good. But just some quick observations. The defense was much improved, which we'll get much more into, and the offense regressed, which we'll also get much more into. Um, Marcus Williams had a pick, a really big pick to kind of turn the game around in our favor. Michael Thomas had two TDs. Um, you know, Alan Kamara played okay, not as good as last week, but I mean, he's had a high standard for himself. Also, um, Browns kicker Zane Gonzalez missed four kicks, uh, two field goals, and two extra points. So that's obviously you know a big reason why the Browns lost. And you know, a lot of people say um, the Browns Browns of that game. Um, you know, they just lost it on themselves. That's how you know they've lost a lot straight. I think like whatever it is, it's obviously it's eighteen straight, but thirty three out of left thirty four. I think now. So just looking at that, that's obviously a big reason why they haven't you know won a game. They just haven't come in clutch. They've missed field goals. They missed field goals again. But just the way the Saints finished up that game, just quick. I would have been much more happy if they came back. You know, they win 18-12, you know, 12, whatever the score was. After they scored the second Michael Thomas touchdown, you know, it was fourth and five. They never give up the Cowboy play. I think this is a much better win. You know, even though we ended up winning the game, you know, with Breeze with the late heroics and then the missed field goal by Gonzalez, if we come up win eighteen twelve in this game, I think I, feel, you know, we feel much better about ourselves going into next week about um in in Atlanta, which is not going to be an easy game. I think we all know that. Um, the Saints aren't even favored in that game, so I think that's going to be a tough game in itself. But just looking at it, you know, the way we played today, we probably didn't deserve a win. You know, to me, we played kind of like last game, but we just flip-flopped. And, you know, you can't do that. You can't do that in this league. Look, I think we played a worse team. I think that's why we, you know, got the victory. I think the Bucks are a much improved team. You know, they beat the Eagles. So I think that's why we maybe we lost week one. But just, I feel like there are a lot of different things that are going on. I feel like next week we can just bring it all together. Because the offense, in my opinion, we move the ball. And, you know, we just had some silly mistakes in the red zone, in our side of the field. And, you know, whatever that is, if it's fumbles, you know, penalties, stuff like that, missed throws by Breeze, who he even had a couple, he wasn't even immune to the mistakes on Sunday. You know, but these are all mistakes that can easily be fixed. You know, it's one good week of practice you need, just like the defense had one good week of practice. All we need is one good week to practice for the offense, and that will be fixed. You know, they're probably relaxed. You know, coming into, you know, last week, coming off last week, I should say, you know, where, you know, they played amazing. Now, coming into, you know, this game, they just didn't, you know, they didn't play good. So, I mean, we'll just jump right into position by position, group by group, like we did to preview this game. We'll just do it to recap as well. So, we'll start off with the QB, and that's Drew Brees. To me, he played fine, not amazing. Um, you know, he he missed two big throws, once again on a deep ball, and then one Ben Watson, who was really wide open, and he just fluttered it right over his hands, and it was an incomplete pass. But for me, for Breeze, I mean, he looks pretty damn sharp. I mean, you can't really get – you can get better, but he looks to me fine. Um, you know, he didn't really have the scoring drives because other people were fumbling balls. Other people's mistakes to me wasn't really his mistakes, the sacks that he, um, you know, had a take. I don't think there was his fault coming right up the middle. Didn't really give him much time. So, um, you know, I don't think those are his faults either. Um, to me, he hit Michael Thomas, hit Kamara, but he didn't really hit any other receivers. So, you know, he's got to improve with that as well as the other, you know, the receivers got to get open for him. So I don't think that's much as his fault. I mean, Mike Thomas, 
you know, obviously was amazing and, you know, one of Breeze's top targets. Besides that, you know, Breeze played to me just fine. I mean, just looking at the stats, you know, he was 28 for 35, 243 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. He got sacked three times, as I said. QBR of 75, QB rating of 115. So, to me, that's, you know, that's fine. It should win you games. I mean, look, we probably should have put up more than 21 points. We probably should have put up, like, 28, 30, like I predicted. And, you know, without those mistakes, we would have. But, you know, we did. We didn't even punt the ball that much. I think we punt the ball twice or three times. You know, whatever that is, I think, you know, we didn't really punt the ball a lot, which is good. But then, you know, you're making mistakes instead of punting the ball, which is not good, giving them better field position. So I think all those things compiled together put, you know, Breeze, he was fine, but the rest of offense wasn't as fine. So, you know, I think we'll give him a B, B-plus rating. I feel like that's how he played. It wasn't amazing Drew Brees. It wasn't A, Drew Brees. But, you know, you got, you know, good enough Drew Brees to get wins. And as we won the game, I think you know, he played good enough to win. And that's all we really need from him. Um, you know, skill position players. So, Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara led the way once again. And, you know, the whole, I think the whole story about this, this position player group, this skill group here, is that they don't have a third player right now. Once Ingram comes back, we'll have that. And I think that will make the offense much more balanced. But, you know, just looking at it, I just feel like, you know, with Ingram out, that's going to, you know, didn't, Kamara didn't play as good. He couldn't run between the tackles, really. And I think that's what, you know, Ingram does really well. So I think they really complement each other well. And I think you kind of need Ingram back to run the football successfully with El Kamara. I think both of them together, really, you know, they're going to put those 150-year rushing games together without or one or the other. I don't think they can do that. And that's not to say Kamara played bad because he was great in the passing game. He was making a lot of guys miss. But they had to get him in space. And the offensive line really didn't, you know, put a lot of holes for him as well. It didn't help the scenario there, but, I mean, looking at other running backs, Mike Gillisley is just, you know, I think he got to cut him at this point. Now, that's two bad games in a row, and, you, and, you know, it's Sean Payton, at least give, you know, um, J-Dub, J, uh, Jonathan Williams the ball, because at least, you know, I feel like he's young, maybe he can get through a hole, you know, he's learning at least. You know, Mike Gillisley is very slow through the holes, he's not explosive, at least Williams is pretty explosive, maybe he can run a, you know, big play or something. I just don't see Gillisley in that role, and I don't think he has a, you know, role in the team either. You know, you just look at it, what does he do really well? He's not really a good blocker he doesn't pass doesn't catch the ball well excuse me and you know he doesn't really hit holes well and he's a, maybe a short down player maybe short down third and one player but he um didn't pick up a third and one earlier in the game so I feel like he I don't know why he's there and then looking at the wide receivers it was Mike Thomas who fumbled and Ginn who fumbled you can't have those fumbles those fumbles gotta change and there it's not like it was even great plays by the Browns defense they didn't even do anything you know they didn't even go for the ball they just you know fumbled it you know just you know, um, and Michael Thomas's fumble was just he's trying to get an extra couple of like inches. That's just it's a bad play. You know, you got, you got the first down, it was on a third down, and just you know stop it there. Go down, we move the chains, and we got another three chances to get another ten yards. But with that, you know, he fumbles the football, and then you know the Browns get it at like the forty yard line, and get a field goal. I mean, the defense played fine there, but you know they did. You know, it's Michael Thomas's fault they gave up that field goal, and then also Ginn's um, third down play where he um, where he fumbled it. I think it was on third down, but. You know, to me, um, they got the ball at the 50. Um, I don't think that they didn't end to get up any points. They actually lost it on fourth down. But still, you, know, you can't make those fumbles, especially when we're driving. And at least we would have, um, you know, pinned them deep. And maybe they would have punted it back at us. And we would have got really good field position. And we didn't do that. So I feel like there, you know, we got to keep the ball off the carpet, off the turf there. And I think, you know, if this happens against Atlanta, we're going to lose, you know. The sloppiness, also the penalties. We had a holding penalty in first and or second and goal, rather, and then or third and goal rather. Um, and then we also had um, 
Breeze miss uh, Watson wide open on first down, first and goal. And then he also missed Ginn, who was also opening underthrew him. So I think that was Breeze's fault. But Breeze only made two bad throws this whole game, so you can't really put it on him there. And then, I mean, look at everything else. The running backs, to me, they just we didn't play good enough offense to probably win against any team other than a bottom-five team. And I think the Browns, they played like a bottom-five team because of you know the kicking game. We should have lost this game. You know, If Zane Gonzalez makes a kick and an extra point, we lose here. And that's just, you know, to me... To look at that, you know, to me, it wasn't the defense's fault today. It was all the offense, and it's got to improve. It's not like we played bad, the offense. looks like we're executing pretty good when we actually didn't fumble it or get, you know, hold and stuff. We weren't giving up a lot of sacks. We wouldn't – there were not a lot of, like, blown-up plays. It was just stupid errors that are mental. These are mental mistakes, and just like last week they were mental, this week they're mental for the offense, and it's got to fix – I think it will get fixed. You know, I think Sean Payton's better with fixing the offense and the defense, and he already fixed the defense. We look much better. Not to say that maybe it was just one week then now they're gonna have to do more on that but I feel like the skilled positions this was I think the worst group that the Saints put out this week with um I'm gonna give them a C to a C minus to me they just didn't play good enough to win Michael Thomas played amazing yes he was probably the most dominant skill position player out of anyone on the field I mean Kamara you know he played good enough you know to get the win but I don't think that he played at his top top game like he did in week one and then also um there was no one really else I mean again he ended up with like five catches you know so that whatever it's all right four catches you know 55 yards but he had the fumble which was huge and you can't do that and you know he has to be a third option at this point because I don't think anyone's stepping in there I mean maybe Meredith next week finally learned the playbook and gets better and then Traquan Smith who did have his first catch so congratulations to him but he only had the one target and then he was blank the rest of the game so I feel like looking at it it wasn't really a good game for these guys they know it they're gonna come they're gonna practice I think they'll get better and then I think we'll do better against the Falcons there especially because the Falcons are missing you know Keanu Neal and Deion Jones so I feel like you know between you know the skill position players getting better and those subtractions off the Falcons D I think that's gonna be huge I don't think anyone on that defense can guard tomorrow you know for sure I just don't see any linebacker doing it they're gonna have to double triple team them and that game in Atlanta I think we would have won that game last year if Kamara didn't get out with the concussion so I think that's really big and Keanu Neal also played you know really big in that game played very good you know with Jones also playing good between those two I think that's gonna I think that was the difference between last year and this year, if we just had those two teams play again, but I mean, the Falcons don't look as good, and the Saints don't look as good. So I mean, coming off on that, we'll see the way the um, you know, the game goes. But you know, I think it's skill position group plays like they did today or yesterday, rather. I don't think that they're going to get you know a win in Atlanta. I think their that group's going to play much better. And also onto the offensive line, um, just really, I think the offensive line, it was average. Um, the tackles were, you know, very, very good with uh, Armstead and Ramchek. Um, it's not even like, you know, the guards played that bad. Um, Max Unger didn't clearly play good. He gave up a sack. And then also, um, Warford didn't play his best game. You know, they gave up three sacks. Not the worst, you know, performance out there, but it wasn't like an amazing performance by them. I think a B is good. They did stop Miles Garrett perfectly. I think that's between, you know, Armstead and Ramchek. So, and also the tight ends also um, blocked really good so the offensive line not really much to say they played average um you know it's, again I think they're gonna have to play better going up against Vic Beasley and those boys you know but the offensive line they were they, they were good enough to win today and I think you know they're gonna have to get a little bit better but I think you know because of the tackles played so well and I think they'll do well against Beasley and stuff and you know Warford you know he's a pro bowler and Unger's obviously he's like the rock there at center so I feel like it's gonna be you know much better you know, coming into next week, and I think we'll shore up the mistakes there. I was just going to give them a B, B minus, maybe a little below, below average, excuse me. But I think they were, you know, pretty good. They were acceptable there. So now on to the defense, who obviously last week was not good. Um, you know, the couldn't get press rush. 
linebackers didn't play really that good either, and the secondary was just awful. So this week, I think there's a lot of improvement. We'll start with the defensive line, and you know, Cam Jordan played really, really good, and he had the two sacks. Also, um, Sheldon Rankins played really good. Um, Matt Marks Davenport played great on run stops. Um, just looking at it, Onyemata had a much better game, meaning of the best game, but compared to last week, he had a much better performance there. And then looking at this line, they got pressure on Taylor. They made him try to escape the pocket a couple times, and they contained him pretty well. So, you know, if you're looking, they had a couple of bad containment plays. But, you know, overall, the defensive line played really good. You know, I'm going to give them a B plus. They got pressure. Um, you know, they stopped the run pretty well. So I think that's just, you know, there was a really good group there. Um, looking at the linebackers, you know, this, I think, was the best you know, defensive group here. Um, you know, they played amazing. You know, they got tackles with A.J. Klein and Demario Davis leading the way for the whole team with nine tackles. A.J. Klein played much better with having nine tackles. Um, you know, he played extremely well against the run. Um, Demario Davis, I think he was, I think, the best player on the defense to have everyone. He was playing like a man possessed, I felt. He had a tackle for loss. He just played a really solid game. When looking at it, um, you know, he stopped the run. And then also they stopped their tight ends. I mean, David Njoku is not a bad player. And as uh, He's actually a very athletically gifted tight end. So looking at it, stopping him and stopping the run was basically the linebackers, you know, chore this week. And they, they succeeded with flying colors. They played really good. Let's see what they can do next week when they have to stop the run against, you know, Tevin Coleman. They'll play without Freeman, so that's really big. So I feel like I just the, you know, the linebackers, they played really good. You couldn't really say anything wrong about them. They didn't miss any Miss Diamonds. And also they were hitting really well, tenacious, and it just looked like the 2017 defense. It did. You know, there's nothing you could say about it. They hit much harder. They were communicating and it just looked the talent was there for that group. Same with the defensive line. It seemed like they just played much more together. And those two groups especially, they played much more as a whole, as just separate you know, groups, as you know, we are ranking them that way. But you know, they got to play together, and they really did that, especially against the run and you know, containing Tyrod. They just played really good there. Also, Manti Teo had a wonderful game as well. He had four tackles. So I feel like just a lot of good things you know, by that group, which is it's very exciting, especially going into next week. So with that said, it's time to go to the defensive back the dbs and obviously this group played very very bad last week and they just played much better this week marshall Lattimore played extremely strong and you know also just looking at it you just see that you know Lattimore played really well and that really helped the whole defense so going into next week you know you're looking at that you know he's gonna have to shut down julio much better receiver than landry he didn't always guard landry but, you know, Julio is still a step above Landry. Landry, you know, he had five catches, 69 yards. To me, that's not bad, you know, for him. But also Patrick Robinson, also he got burned on some plays against Landry. I think Lattimore against Landry he was much better. And also on the outside, you know, with Higgins um, sometimes, Lattimore played him and he played really good. But see, the problem was with the DBs was Antonio Callaway, who was the Browns' leading receiver. And he kind of torched um, Ken Crawley on a couple of plays. Um, obviously, the, the 50-yarder, but also some plays in the middle of the field as well. You know, just to say, this Saints defense with two minutes, they got to fix this prevent defense because it's not prevent defense. It's happened against the Vikings. It almost happened against the Panthers where the, in, the, in the playoff game where Cam almost scored. You know, we, the defensive line saved him, but they did not play good there. And then now this game, you're just looking at it. They cannot, you know, prevent. You know, they can't. They never can get a guy over the top. You know, he was, I mean, it was a really good throw by Tyrod. I'm not going to say wrong. But there's got to be a guy to, to help defend. You know, Crawley there. Crawley did get beat, but I mean, there has to be you know, either Williams or, you know, Von Bell or Coleman. They got to help over the top, and they didn't do that. And that's got to change. You know, that was the reason. And then again, you know, Crawley, 
you know, he made a mistake and then gets prevent defense to try to get them for the game tying field goal. You know, it was only twenty when there's twenty three seconds left and they get the ball at the thirty yard line, they cannot be scoring field goals. That cannot happen. And it's the Browns, it's not like a top team here. That cannot happen. That's gotta change. I think it will. Looking at other DBs, you know, Marcus Williams played, you know, flat out baller mode. He played really good. Um he had the pick, which was very good as well. I mean, it was a really nice pick, read the QB's eyes, had the pick, also bring it down inside the red zone, which was big. You know, for the momentum, not just, you know, catching at the 30 and going down. He also returned it like 15 yards into the red zone. That's obviously very, very big. And, you know, he just got better throughout the game. Um, never really, you know, got beat deep. That's really good. They didn't miss any assignments there. You know, and none of the safeties did. The safeties played much improved. Von Bell had a couple of nice plays. You know, but before I forget, I just want to say one play Crawley made an amazing play. It was a fourth and one against Duke Johnson, one one play. And then Crawley had a beautiful tackle to push him backwards. And that really completely stopped Cleveland's momentum, you know, in that first half. So that was really big as well. To not put more points up, not to put the Saints in a huge hole. That was just a beautiful, beautiful play. And that's what you want to see. The tackling was just much better from this group. It was much better from the whole defense. They played better. They played communicating. They played mentally strong. To me, they played really well. Not that much penalties. That's what you want to see from defense. You know, but going back to, you know, the DBs, I feel like, you know, I'm going to give them a round of B, you know, if you take out that last, you know, two-minute stand there, I would give them probably an A-minus. But just because that happened, they let that happen. That was all the DBs, really. You know, you got to give them that B, B-plus in that range. I just don't think, you know, they played really good, you know, for, you know, what was it? 57 minutes, but, you know, in that final minute, or final two minutes, I should say, they just didn't play up to snuff. I mean, Breeze bailed them out, Lutz bailed them out, so they got the win there, but... Still wasn't, uh, you know, a great showing by them. It's going to get better, I feel. But it was definitely a good stepping stone. You know, I, I said if they cut the points in half by the Browns, that would be really big. And they definitely did that, only gave, giving up 18 points. So that's really big there. So now on to the special teams, who I think played very, very well. The punt defense was amazing. against Shapiro Peppers, who was a playmaker, he was really, really good. So, you know, I think Hardy made some plays. And also, you, know, you just got to look at Taysom Hill, man. That guy is a jack of all trades. Now he's returning uh, kicks, and he did a really good job. He had a really nice return, energized the crowd. I mean, that kind of got us back in the game as well. So, I mean, you got to give it to him. Um, Morstead had some really nice uh, punts. Excuse me. Um, he was really good in the punting unit um, there. Stopped him inside the 20, I think, three or four times. That's really, really big. And then also going back, you know, to, you know, the kicking now with Lutz. He was two out of three. He did hit the game-winning field goal, so that was obviously makes up for all. So, you know, good enough to win. Um, I'm going to give the group an A-. minus. would have given him probably an A. You know, if Lutz made that, you know, field goal, it was like a 44-yarder. He just pushed it. you got to make those field goals, though, especially, you know, coming late into the season. Those got to go down. I mean, like, if you miss a 50-yarder, 55-yarder, oh, Above 50, I'm like, you know, whatever. But anything, you know, below that 50 yards, you know, I think it's got to make that. And especially late in the season, obviously it's the beginning of the season, so he's just getting into his groove. But those got to be makes there. So, I'm, mean, you know, compared to the Browns special teams, this is one, it's the game. Our special teams, you know, playing against the Browns special teams, and, you know, that won the game for us. So that's really big. So now on to the coaching. Um, Sean Payton, I feel like he outcoached Hugh Jackson, but I don't think that's really saying much. I give him a B. Um, they did a good job sticking to the game plan, especially the offense. You know, sticking to the game plan, not getting discouraged, and that really paid off in the fourth quarter where they put up 18 points 
And then, you know, the defense, you know, the way they coach him up coming into this week, much better. So I think that's got to give that to Dennis Allen. And you got to give that to Sean Payton as well. So that was really, really good. But, you know, to me, we got the win. You know, as much as you want to say all the bad things, a lot of good things. Michael Thomas played amazing. Evan Kamara just looks just as good. Defense looks much improved. So, I mean, Drew Brees looks, you know, amazing as well. I mean, between the first two weeks, he still has no picks. That's really big. Um, he has five touchdowns, five touchdowns, no picks. He'll take that for any day through two games. So I feel like, you know, just coming into, you know, week three, that it's go time. You know, all the kinks. I mean, we did escape. You know, that those wins are usually the best because that means, you know, we fe- they feel like they didn't even win that game. You know, so they're coming in probably into watching the film on Monday and then, you know, going into a week of practice, just like they got to fix just as many things as if they lost. So I feel like they have a lot of things to fix and they know that. So those wins could be just as good as wins where you win 50-3. to three. I think that's really big as well well but with all that said i mean it was a win wins a win we'll take it it's one and one back to 500 now it's time to go to two and one against atlanta that'll be a big game but now on to some who Dat nation fan questions so our first question is from who Dat 134123 and he asked with the way we have been playing how big is the next game at atlanta so I feel like this game, it's a really, really big game. I mean, obviously looking at it, it's a division rival. We can't start 0-2 in the division. I think that's a really big reason why we have to win the next game. But just looking at it, um, they're going to be missing three really big players. They're going to miss Devontae Freeman. They're going to miss Keanu Neal, excuse me. And they're also going to miss Deion Jones. I feel like those players, are, you know, they're the difference between, you know, win or lose to the Falcons sometimes. I mean, they weren't last week against the Panthers. But I feel like the Panthers got worse this year. But just looking at it, I really feel like this game, I think, is going to come down to a couple of things, which I'll go into, you know, right now. I feel like, number one, I feel like we're going to have to, all the turnovers, all the mistakes, all the mental mistakes that got to go to the wayside. I feel like our talent is not good enough to beat the Falcons, who are another talented team, with turnovers and stuff. We got to be able to create turnovers, create mistakes for them. Hopefully, they make some mental blobs like we have been making. So, I feel like, you know, if we just make... You know, the right plays, we play it. Not safe. We're not playing it safe, but we're just playing a game smart. You know, I think that's the word. Not safe, it's smart. You know, we play a game smart. We don't make any mental errors. You know, physicalities. We, we play like how the defense did last week, offense did week one. I think we'll probably get the win there. But that willing that said, I feel like you know, the second is, you know, for the defense, will will they be able to – Which what are, the, what are you going to see from them? You know, are we going to be seeing – the defense from week one, or are we going to be seeing, you know, 48-point defense, or are we going to be seeing, excuse me, the, um, you know, 18-point defense, you know, that's a 30-point swing right there, so, you know, that's a big difference for me, I feel like they can be like that week two defense, I feel like they fixed a lot of things that went wrong, there were little things, but a lot of little things can pile up, and I feel like, you know, the way we played week two was a lot of great signs, and I feel like we are going to continue to get better going into week three. I feel like, you know, between these two weeks, we got to shore up everything to go into week three, and we got to play a really good game. And then the third thing is, is, you know, how are the Saints going to do in the Georgia Dome? I don't think we've won in the Georgia Dome since, you know, 2015. So we haven't won in like two, three years. You know, so this is, you know, a big, you know, step for us. How are we going to do on the road this season? I think that's going to be also a really big question that we'll get into, you know, our next episode that goes out Friday, you know, because we haven't played a road game yet. Is this team going to get better on the road or worse? You know, I feel like, I mean, it seems like, you know, I don't know, because it's still a dome, but we usually don't play good in the Georgia Dome. I'm uh, not the Georgia Dome, excuse me, the Mercedes-Benz Dome. So uh, it used to be the Georgia Dome, but they uh, last year they got a new stadium. So I feel like, you know, I think it's going to be a toss-up game. I feel like um, the spread opened yesterday with the Falcons with a three-and-a-half point spread. So I feel like, you know, coming in, I feel like, I, I think it's going to be like a three-point game. 
Either way, look, I would go probably against the spread and say the Saints. You know, I think the Saints will be able to. I think so I think it's going to be very, very close. And I think with those three injuries, I think we could be able to pull it out. The Saints haven't played strong. You know, the Falcons, they didn't really play that strong either. I mean, they did win against the uh, Panthers in their dome. But let's see how they do against the Saints. I think the Saints are a much better team. I think they're playing better than the Panthers right now. And that's saying a lot for the Panthers. I don't think the Panthers beat a good Dallas team. And they lost to, I don't think, a you know, so good Falcons team. So I feel like coming in here, I think... You know, I think we're going to have to improve, especially the offense, but I think we could. You know, and then sky's the limit for this team. This is, you know, these next two games are going to be really, really big. At Falcons, at Giants, it's kind of like that stretch last year where it was at Carolina, not Miami, in London. I think these two games, they're at similar difficulty level, playing a tough division opponent away, and then playing, you know, another, you know, so-so team away as well. To get these two wins, I think it's kind of going to be like the key of our season here. Just like last year was the key of their season. You know, so I feel like these next two games are going to be huge, and I think they could win them. I think they have a very good chance, but, uh, you know, they may not be able to get it. You know, we could sit here, you know, in a couple of weeks and being one in three, and then we're all thinking to ourselves, well, I mean, this season's been a lost season. Or we could sit here being three and one and saying, wow, this is this team's, this team has got a good chance here. Or you'd be sitting at two and two splitting and be like, you know, still up in the air. And then that makes the Redskins a must-win game. So I feel like coming into this week, it's, you know, it's, it's made it's a must-win. You can't start the division 0-2. I feel like those next two, after the loss in Tampa, I feel like we needed, I think we need to start two and one. I think that's really big. So now I had them losing against Atlanta. Now I think you got to be Atlanta. So I think this is kind of go time for this team. But, you know, with all that said, I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. So if you enjoy this podcast and, you know, you haven't followed us already on, you know, Instagram, you know, Twitter, at the this for Twitter, at the Discussion for Instagram. Um, also on Podomatic, we are at the Discussion. And then also you can subscribe to us, um, like, you know, comment, give us reviews on um, iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube and all, all those three sites. We are at the Discussion as well so you know just everyone that you know has joined this podcast and started to you know listen over the last couple months i just want to say thank you thank you who that nation you know we finally got that first win off our back you know we didn't start 0-2 this year that's the first time it happened since 2013 so that's gonna be really big and i think it's really you know it's kind of go time for this team i mean you know starting 2-1 would be huge starting 3-1 would be huge starting 4-1 would be huge i think these next three games are going to kind of dictate our season coming in and how we feel so i mean i think it's time you know the offense had a good week one had a bad week Two, kind of the opposite for the defense. Now it's time to put it all together. I saw a tweet about that, you know, during game day. So I think, you know, week three is where we put it all together. Get a huge win at, you know, the ATL. You know, obviously it's Falcons hate week, as some Saints fans like to say. This is going to be a big week of trash talk and stuff like that. Going into a huge, huge, huge game Sunday. And if they can get the win, I can't stress the importance more for this team to get this win. I think a lot of the, you know, prove them right, then we prove them right. But, you know, as, you know, these first two games, a lot of people were saying yesterday, they've proved no one right yet, you know. So I think this is the first step to doing that. Obviously, win number one is kind of like a first baby step. But you will prove people right with a win against a hard division opponent. So I think that's really big. So with all that said, I wanted to say thank you, prove them right, and who dat?